What's going on everybody? Mark here with CCO Science of Fishing. I'm here with Vinny and Chiefy from Life Lead Gear. We're going to talk everything lobstering, diving, and the innovations that they have with their stuff. You've landed on CCO's The Science of Fishing, where passion meets precision. Hold on tight as we dive in. But before we do, we would like to thank Sea Mule and Black Reef Co. for sponsoring this episode. How you doing, guys? Oh, great. Okay. Thanks Good. for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Life League Gear, Lobster Gear, what are you guys about? How did you guys come up with the company? How did you guys meet and get this thing going? All right, so uh, let's start with uh, how we met. Oh. Okay? So, first of all, Jim here is an author. He wrote a book on catching a bug about how to catch a lobster. Uh, I had a passion for lobstering. It was just a hobby and a thing I did with uh, friends as a tradition yearly. Uh, and it inspired me to create a product. And that product came out and Jim saw it and said, mm hmm, we align here. And I saw his book and I actually purchased it before I met you. Uh, that was a then, big selling point. Though. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, you know? Yeah. And now we just trade stories. Uh, you know, we talk about the industry, how to innovate it. And we came, became good buddies and now we are actually business partners on a product. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you guys have a bunch of different products, as we can see here. You know, what was your first product, and what did you guys really cut your teeth Let's with? Let's see here. So here's my baby. Here's the start, which is this uh, lobster net. So I started with a lobster net, that, and I made it fold. And okay. I did this uh, primarily for storage reasons at the beginning. But what was really cool is I started using it underwater. I realized it had more benefits and catching lobster as well. So when you catch a lobster right now with a, a typical or standard tickle stick and net kit, you got your tickle stick and you got your net and you gotta shove the lobster in. And what happens when a lobster goes in, it wants to get right out. So they propel backwards like a torpedo. They shoot, they make some grunting noises where their, their shell grinds together. Uh, but you would have to like turn your net or put your tickle stick and pin it down. You don't have to do that anymore. You're literally just turning your wrist when it goes in, it's already closed. It's also like a Swiss Army knife of nets. Everything's built in. You got your tickle stick right here with a Velcro strap. It secures your gear. Uh, a lot of guys who dive know and if you have a tickle stick, net, measuring gauge, you're, you're usually losing gear. I always lose mine. Because if something falls <laughs> off. So. Yeah. I don't dive with it right here. This is more just for storage, but I actually lanyard it to my tickle stick. Uh, and then when I'm not using it, I can put it right here. If you're free diving, you definitely want to do that because you'll kick it off. Yeah. But now I can get towed behind a boat with one thing. I got one lanyard that clips onto me and I don't lose it. And I'm catching lobster and they're not getting out. So this was the start of it all. And, and it was funny because I started out being a, a, a net tickle stick guy, yeah, you know, yeah. and I saw his net and I went, oh man, first of all, the quality of the product that that was, and, and the innovation of basically a folding net, Yeah, that, 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 that's, for us, that's been really good. I like it. Frees up space on your boat. Yep. I put three of these in my dive bag with my fins. It's the size of fins, so I made it the size on purpose. It's a larger net. I could catch bigger lobster. I could catch four or five at a time. Close it. Secure them. Right. It's kind of like a mini hotel, but I still use the hotel as well. Right. And, you know, from that, it branched off. And now we have all over 27 different products on the Life League Gear website. 
Lobster League is a brand of all the lobster products. Gotcha. Life League gear is now evolving to other outdoor activities. So anything outdoors, I love being outdoors. My whole mission is basically get outside. You right. know, it's good for mind and body, and it, it's my happy place. So yeah. uh, now I'm innovating products the way I think I like them, or little, you know, steps to improve things that are out there. And we have awesome diving gloves. Those are probably one of the best sellers between the neck, snare, and diving gloves. Uh, those sell the most. And now our new hotel is selling like crazy too. And then awesome. we have other products. Uh, Cooler Backpack, which was uh, actually released at ICAST. It got a lot of people, you know, talking about it. And it, the thing's amazing. If you need to take a trip and you need portability, it's lightweight, 28 liters. You can fit a whole bunch in there. Uh, we have tumblers, sunglasses. These are wood and stainless steel. Nothing like that on the market. Yeah. Uh, so we're just trying to innovate cool things and durable products uh, that last. Sure. And, and the one thing that I say that we do with our lobstering snare here in the net is we make them adaptable. Okay. They adapt to the person using them. So what do you mean by that? Basically, you could choose how you want to use a net or use a snare. You can lock this open and keep it without folding. Some people like, I want to use it like an old net. There's a strap here, tighten it up. It functions now like a standard tickle stick right. and net kit. The folding option, if you get used to that, works great. You can also replace this sleeve if you ever rip it. So you're not throwing these away. Yeah, They're adaptable to how you want to use them and to time. So over the years, we need to fix a part. We need to change a net. You come call Vinny and in Oakland Park, Florida, and he's yeah. going to set you up again because this is That's primarily awesome. a South Florida thing. So, uh, And then our, our snare here is our new release. So me and Jim partnered on this snare here, and what's adaptable about this is we have a patent pending technology on here where you could turn the locking mechanism on or off on this snare. Wow. And basically, while you're diving, you could change your mind in a different scenario. Do I need the lock? Do I not? And, and it's funny because we started out without a lock, but then realized most folks really want a lock. So we're getting into lobstering a little bit. It's nice to lock it, but then that, that lobster is kind of fighting for its life and people are going, oh, here, give it to my buddy. Yeah. And we have that option. It's adaptable. You can go lock on, which is what most people I think are going to be comfortable with in the beginning. Right. But then... When you are confronted with a bunch of lobster underneath a, yeah. a ledge and you want to, it's all about speed, now you can switch over to lock off and use your hand as you slide down, that becomes the lock. Right. Now you feel more comfortable with that. A couple other things, the metal, aluminum, serves as a tickle stick. And I'm an old tickle stick guy, you know? <laughs> and it, when you get it that into your brain as far as hey, I'm going to tickle them out as opposed to this plastic snare that really bends. Yeah. It doesn't serve you well. You want to be able to get in there, tick behind them gently, but then tickle them out. And literally some of the big boys, you need to pull them out. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, but then I think the latest feature is, uh, you know, that we're, we started out with mono. But go ahead, Vinny. I mean, we, we, we're, we're adaptable. adaptable. So yeah. we have tested many materials. We recommend the mono because mono you could actually reshape over time How so, so 
all you have to do is heat it up and put it back into position. Whereas any of the metal systems we've used, once they kink, they kink and you got to replace them. However, we could do that. Right. So we have parts on these that all come apart. We can modify them. We could change them over time. There's no other snare on the market that does that. We're local and we take care of clients that they want to use, uh, you know, metal wire because that's what they're used to. Okay, let's find the size and put it in there and test it out. So right now we have a few options. Uh, that's only going to be through online and through us direct. In the stores, as of now, we're just selling the mono, but we might also start selling uh, the metal grade as well. And we have a couple other uh, options. So that's this part right here, your loop. Uh, mono, right now, you can see the shape is supposed to be like this. When you go in and catch a lobster, you're going in, you're firmly using this as a tickle stick. And that's what's cool you were saying about the metal. It's firm. You're not going to like push them and they don't go anywhere. You're going to push them out. You're going to move them where you want. Right. And then when they're out in the open, you're slowly going behind them, pulling. I use the lock off. I like to manually, right when I catch a lobster, secure it and my arm's going like this and I'm already loosening it and putting it in my hook now. Right. Uh, now if, if there's a big deep hole and you need the lock because you're not able to pull it out right away, I've done this underwater where I've gone, hmm, and you can see these videos online on Instagram everywhere at LifeLeap Gear. And basically I changed my mind when I was down there and went, ooh, I'm gonna need the lock. Yeah. And once you pull back, it's not gonna go forward. You're in. And now I can, You're not getting out. Now I can <laughs> wiggle this out. If it's in between Swiss cheese coral, I got time to figure out how to get the lobster out without losing it. Right. So it gives you those options. That's pretty awesome. You guys got this little tether to the uh, gauge, right? Yeah, I make these and I'm gonna sell these online as well. It's just a, a nice way to I thought it was a beer opener. It is a beer opener. <laughs> oh, oh, Vinny, I, I didn't know we were supposed <laughs> so, to use it to measure the lobsters. <laughs> we have three inches right now is currently Florida's regulations. Yeah. Always yeah. look into your The rules. carapace. Uh, yeah, that's the carapace. Three and a quarter is New England and California right now. Okay. So, and yes, there's definitely a church key on here just in case you need it out in the water. But cool. comes in handy. All stainless steel. This is, uh, I guess, it's approved by Fish and Wildlife because it's a sturdy... Right. It doesn't bend. You can't manipulate it. Like yeah, even though aluminum. it appears like it's plastic, there's it's actually stainless steel. Yeah. Cut. Okay. And it's, it's yeah. exact. Uh, the first year I was out, man, I started this about two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. They said, "What is that?" I said, "That's my gauge. Where'd you get it?" I made it. <laughs> Let me see that, son. Put it up to their big metal one. I said, "Oh, it's perfect." Yeah. Good job. So FWC's not messing with you with those. <laughs> no, they. You know, they're not going to promote, you know, the beverage use out there all the time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you could use that at home. It's actually magnetic, too. So oh, cool. I did set in a magnet within the stainless so you could put it on a fridge. Okay. Leave it anywhere. Very nice. Comes in handy, you know. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's other features. Like you say, Vinny, we, we can actually uh, service anything, yeah. maintenance anything. Uh, it's all stainless steel screws. Yeah. So this mechanism, a couple screws bring in there and so we can actually change it out but we've hadn't had zero issues with any of that that's awesome uh, and you know little subtle things uh we actually have a little split ring on here uh which some of the other uh, snares don't provide at all right and we have four holes so you can clip this on yourself or i like to clip it on the back of my spear gun and you know that way you know where it is at all times you're not holding it and then all of a sudden you drop it right 
and then you don't want to lose gear. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't, don't want to gear. Do that. You know, we all lose gear, but everything for me is stainless steel clips. Yeah, it's and then this is this is. I look like a watch salesman underwater when yeah. I do a scuba dive. <laughs> yep. I got all I you know I open up and I got clips hanging. I usually carry most of the stuff because I can I can maintenance it and manage it pretty well. Right underwater, where some people you know get intimidated or stuck yeah. with a lot of stuff, especially if you have a net too. Netting yeah. netting has more drag. Netting could get stuck on coral, but I could catch five, six lobsters at a time with that, and I'm good at it. So you get to pick what tool you like. Right. I, I've used everything in lobstering, and I still like some other products, but I've gone towards these because I've innovated them to be even better, still right. better. So speaking of innovating and you know you guys changing the game in terms of snares, nets, all your different products, you know you got a lot of utility in this stuff here. This scissor folds guys like it's kind of crazy you can carry it while you dive how do you come up with these ideas and how do you <laughs> like at what point do you say i need an engineer or do you do the, all the design yourself or how do you get into all that well i'm proud to say that we design and assemble everything here okay uh, i have a little bit of a background in mechanical drawing and i, I took it for years back in high school four years uh, and I actually just love being creative, so... So pay attention in high school, kids. Drafting <laughs> <Pay attention laughs> and design did good, and then I went to school for business. But basically, I like to doodle, and that's where it starts. Yeah. It starts on a napkin sketch. Right, right. Sketch. doing the old right, sketch. Let's yeah, draw some idea. stuff. And then getting that to reality. I mean, people say all the time, so many people come up with ideas, but how many people actually push forward and get them done? Right. That's the hard part. You know, we've right. been innovating this for what, almost a year and a half? Yeah. Snare. So we had about four prototypes, yeah. I would say. This is uh, probably version five, six. Years of training. Yeah. You know, we're testing yeah. them before we actually even make our finals. And even then, you have to evolve with time. And that's why we developed something where you can do that. You're not stuck to one thing and then throw it away. Right. It, you know, we could. Here's an example of our wire leader. So that's just a that's different, a cable right different there. cable wire. It's stainless steel as well. People are familiar with that. You yeah. Know? So that's the we, customary, right? Yeah. We, we we think we'll be able to offer that right yeah. on our website. You know, and this way, hey, you have even choice. colors, right? We're, we're yeah. gonna make it customizable. Oh. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of options, but when you're engineering it, you're trying to uh, think of all that stuff and get it perfect. But I would say the hardest part about that isn't the development. It's when to say, okay, enough is enough. Let's move forward. Yeah. Because you could second guess yourself or a hundred people are going to give you a hundred different opinions and right. everybody's going to use things differently, but you got to move forward. Of course. And we tried to do that in a smart way where we could adjust and evolve. Right. So let's go a little bit before Life League Gear. You were talking to me a little bit about it before we got on the air here. Where what happened? How did you start this company? Mm. What propelled you? It's a great, it's a great Vinny story. It really yeah. is. I got a lot of stories, you know. I love the water. I love stories. I love the water. Hey, you, that's what hey, you do. I'm, I'm the writer. <laughs> <laughs> you got to write them down. Uh, you know, I've had an interesting life. I actually worked in production for 22 years, motion picture industry and the film industry, and then I opened my own photography and video studio. More. I would say smarter, not harder, corporate stuff. It was easier uh, with a growing family. Uh, and I did that for a long time. And when COVID hit, that was all shut down. So I did events, I did conventions, I did big trade shows. And 
I had nothing for two years. And all I had was this prototype made out of teak and aluminum of my folding net sitting there and I wanted to make it, but I, it was always gonna be like a side gig, you know, just a supplemental thing to do for fun. Right. And I went, well, might as well do that. It gives me something to do, it gives me a purpose. And, and if anybody, uh, I guess anybody who knows me knows I go, go, go. And I need to be busy. I don't like to sit around. I don't like to wait. Uh, I like to come up with an idea and then set a goal and then reach that goal. Right. And this became just a goal. And now it's turned into my full-time uh, job. And I've been innovating and growing it because one product is not enough, I've learned. If you're doing e-commerce and retail, one thing's great if you have a giant market. Lobstering is a niche thing. I mean... This is the only place that we could scuba dive and spear in, 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 in the United, United States. States. Yeah. We yeah, could yeah. scuba dive and catch lobster. You yeah. go to the Bahamas, you got to do it like the locals. You got to go down and yeah. hold Free your dive. breath and yep. even pull spear. And yep. You can't scuba dive. So we get to do that here. So I get to come up with products that people could use to make their experience better, more efficient, and give them gear that lasts. That's awesome. Chiefy. Yes. How did you get into diving and all of this? Well, um, I've been diving for a long time. Yeah, Pro probably longer than Vinny's been alive. Okay, so uh, you know, longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mainly in South Florida. I mean, I have done a lot in the Bahamas and the Caribbean as far as scuba diving. And back then, we didn't call it free diving, but I learned in the Bahamas. We called it skin diving. Okay, uh -huh. that was that was big skin diving. Okay, long fins, hold your breath, go down. My first fish that I ever speared was with a a, a Hawaiian sling in the Bahamas. Was a hogfish, you know. Nice. Hold my breath, right? Smash snorkel fins. But um, then I got a tank uh, certified and scuba certified, and I've been diving here uh, for, like I say, a very very long time. And that's probably my strength is knowing the reefs, knowing where to go, uh, knowing people in the industry. And when I retired uh, as a, a division fire chief uh, in Deerfield Beach, I said, you know, what am I going to do? You know, you got to have purpose in life, right, Vinny? You got to have purpose in life. I said, well, and somebody said, hey, write a book. All right. How do you write a book? Right. I mean. There's steps to writing a book, and I've always been sort of a process kind of guy anyway, just being in the fire service. So I wrote the first edition of Catching the Bug, and that was actually pretty good. It's just like, it, it took a year, you know, quiet time, every morning, half an hour, just, and then we'd have fun stories. Every Sunday dinner, we'd talk about how I speared that fish and how I got the lobster. So that was the first edition, and just like, the products, when do you, are you ready to pull a trigger and go, okay, we're gonna do it. And yes, so I did the first edition. I was so proud that I actually wrote a book and I put it out there and published it. Nobody gives you money. Yeah, not, 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 not these days. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, so people know Chiefy, but, but that's a whole nother story. But then when I, I, I said, okay, that's going okay. Let's write the spearfishing book catching the spear it uh, it's a really good guide to the ABCs of spearfishing these are easy things to remember and I'm an easy simple kind of guy that when you're spearfishing it remind you of what to do 
plus like what kind of gear and I talk a lot about free diving and shallow water blackout and things like that in here. Uh, lionfish is addressed to both of these in both of these books. While I did this one, then I went to the second edition where I cleaned it up and I went global. Now I said, okay, no, we, we have like 30-something species of spiny lobster all over the world. The Mediterranean, um, Australia, Hawaii, California all have spiny lobster versus here, uh, you know, we have spiny lobster here, but it's the Caribbean, the Bahamas, those are all spinies. But then you get these people from up north, you know. <clears throat> they, they call those lobster, lobster, <laughs> you know, up north. There's only two places in the world that those lobsters are found. <laughs> New England and Northern Europe. Other than that, when the world thinks of lobster, they think spiny lobster. So yeah, Vinny's, it's kind of a fun little game that we play, yeah. but, but uh, and it's been fun. You know, it's, for me, it's something to keep at it. Um, I was, like I say, a net tickle stick guy for a long time. Then I started gradually switching over to a snare and I go, you know, we can make a better snare. And that was really, you know, probably two years ago, you know, I said to Vinny, let's, let's talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it was fun, it was so, uh, being retired gives me some flexibility, uh, free time to do what I want to do and dive a lot. By the way, Dives a lot. I do a lot of R&D, okay? That's what I call it. How right? often do you get out? Uh, three, four times a week. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out there a lot. That's I, sweet. I, own my, I own my own boat, which is good. On the water. On the water. I live on the water in Deerfield, so I have access to two inlets, and our Reef structure is really close by. We don't have to travel very far yeah. where yeah. we are. And the lobsters are fairly abundant here in, where I live in, uh, in Deerfield. So it's, uh, it's, it's a fun uh, way to spend retirement, you know. Yeah. I have what I call the Chiefy Crew. Uh, Vinny is on the Chiefy Crew. Yeah. Um, you know, he has to bring good beer when he shows up. Right. It's a okay. rule. That's part, part of the game, you know. But yeah, we have a, a good group of people that are helping us. They're helping us actually assemble these, put them together, and giving us some innovative ideas as well. You know, saying, hey, have you thought of this? Have you yeah. thought of that? Right? Yeah. Type of thing. So it's really good. We have a good The main good thing group. you said a few times is the fun. That's why we do this. You know, this course. started as a tradition, not a job. Right. And yeah, we, yeah. What still makes this fun is it's something we enjoy. Right. So people say all the time, wouldn't it be awesome if you could do something you love the rest of your life and it's not a day of work, right? Yeah. It's not. It's really a lot of fun, a lot of innovation. We are working hard, but we're out there doing well, something we love. Work, work, enjoying is a, life. work is a four-letter word. It is. Okay. Fun is a three-letter word. We stick with fun. Yeah. Three-letter words. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my, what it is. It's a good day. That's my whole slogan, by land or by sea, enjoy life. Exactly. And I'm happiest outside, and I think a lot of people are. Anytime I go diving with someone, nobody's not having fun. We're loving it, unless they're right. a newbie and they're throwing up on the side of the boat. That's a different story. Yeah. But you know, you can read some of these books and get some good nuggets on how to do how to do it right if you're starting off. You know, and you know where to look, what gear to use. Uh, same with spear fishing. I mean, I love spear fishing, and I like to catch my own food, and I love to cook. Yeah. So, most of the time, we're going out, even mini season. We're going out to have fun and go back and barbecue with our friends. Right. That's yeah, it. I like we're to not selling lobster. Right. I like to complete the circle. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, people have said, "Hey, why don't you have a charter?" Or why don't you? no, no. You know, yeah. 
and then it would be work. Then it would be work. <laughs> that poor little work, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Stick with fun. He told me it's that when we started. Fun. fun. Let's go. I retired. I did. I worked for thirty years yeah. in the fire service, yeah. and you know, at this point, it's time for the new chapter, basically. And it's been a, it's it's a great ride, and I'm going to continue as long as I can. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So speaking of fun, right? Yes. I heard there's some type of organizational structure, like Chiefy's unique organization. What's going on with that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by Chiefy that? crew? The Chiefy crew? Well, you were saying oh, the, Chiefy, the, the organization, the organization, the the Walmart buckets. He was talking, talking about, about how he oh, used the to Chiefy rules. dive equipment organizing system. Yeah, no, patent pending, of course. No, we should really. make one. <laughs> not really. I like think coming from the fire service. I like things organized and in a certain way right. and I'm a process kind of guy yeah. uh, being a former paramedic everything is you know you have this you do this you have that you do this you know it's like that so I'm very structured that way and that's the way I did my boat uh, I have actually my boats fairly well organized with the tanks forward I actually have a PVC rack that comes off and so it's easy to install because yeah. it's held in place by stainless steel turnbuckles. Yeah. And because we're primarily scuba divers, okay? But I hang around those free diver guys. You know, yeah. they make me young, girl. They're badasses. You know? <laughs> you know? well, and, and, and I'm a free diver, so. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. So, so, you know, I mean, I. Matter of fact, I think Julie Higgs is going to be diving with us on Friday. So there you go. Julie's. Uh, I know Julie. Julie's great, man. She's um, getting ready to go to compete. Uh, with the USA female spearfishing team in Spain. Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So she's all psyched and ready to go. So, oh, yeah. and she comes out with us. She'll throw a tank on. We'll, and we'll, we'll catch some lobster together. We just yeah. have a big time. Right? Yeah. My big claim to fame is there's actually a Chief Heat playlist on her Julie Higgs spearfishing YouTube channel. There you I, go. I've been elevated up to that level. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my boat uh, very much. You know, has uh, I have I have these buckets from Walmart, strategically drilled holes that drain out. Everybody has a bucket. You put your gear there, and it's easy to take off. It's easy, and, and it all comes off. Right. That's the beauty of. If it doesn't fit in that bucket, it doesn't go on the boat. <laughs> easy enough. Because there's nothing worse. Like, that's one thing I loved when I first dove in. Yeah. I hate when people throw stuff. I've, all I've over lost the boat. and broken so much. Everyone equipment. steps yeah. on your mask, your yeah. GoPro. They throw it off. Step on things and break them. And Have yeah. an organized boat, and your life will be <laughs> much better. Yeah, and and just being retired, you had that time to go to Lowe's and figure out, oh, this PVC thing will work, or right. Walmart, or whatever. And again, I structured like. Even uh, where you put your tanks on, I stole that from the fire service because if you look in a fire truck, they they have a, their seats have an embedded with a self-contained you know breathing apparatus. We have underwater breathing apparatus. You just sit down in my jump seat, you put it on, you walk to the back, put your fins on, and you you roll right. over. Dive, dive, so dive. Uh, yeah, and we have we have rules. Obviously, uh, we uh, there's, o there's always a few rules, you know. Right. So, uh, but it's just to keep everyone safe. And that's the point. You know, we want everyone to come home safely. Yep. We want everyone to have a good time, fun. Uh, you know, drink a few beers at the end, not during, at the end, and then um, you know, just enjoy. Uh, Vinny likes to cook. I enjoy cooking. That com to me completes the circle yeah. of what we're doing. Right. We're, we're just not spearing fish. We're just not catching all the lobster. Yeah. We're recreational guys. Correct. Right. You know. 
We want to get catch any and and bring it home. Right, full circle, ocean to table. I was like, catch lobster, eat lobster, be happy. That's I it. love it. That's <laughs> it. It's a good. That's why you should put on all your products. It was on. <laughs> oh, it was on my lobster league. Uh, That's awesome. That was the slogan. Yeah. Now we're by land or by sea, enjoy life. But I think um, <laughs> I, I think our snare that we've partnered together on um, is really going to be, I'll say, a game changer. There's you know a few learning curves, just like anything, any other new product that's out there, and we're improving as we go, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and we assemble it here. Uh, Customer service here. You call the one eight hundred number. It goes to my cell phone. So yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. tell people, come on by. Come on by. You know, you're not going to get that anywhere. And I stand behind the gear. That's right. No BS policy. You yep. awesome. got a problem? Come on by. And I'll take. Let's it. fix it. Sure. Fix it. Yep. So, are there any you know? Crazy catches on your gear so far? Any massive lobsters? Any? We got a massive ten pounder. Well, I mean, oh, we're not we're not bragging because you know. Come you on, know, you gotta brag. No, no, no. That's why you're here. No, <laughs> you know, people don't like that. No, we we did really well uh, mini season. We got our limit both days. Nice. Uh, uh, we had six divers. And, oh wow! It's a lot uh, so of lobster. It's a lot of lobster. <laughs> we seventy two, and then. I don't know, um, the FWC has this thing, if you got 25 lionfish and you submitted them, the tails, you got an extra lobster on each day of the mini season. Really? Yeah. yeah a special that. coin, too. A coin, and you got a free shirt, and, and now I'm on level two, so it's like... You get like, two free lobsters? No, 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 <laughs> no more free lobster, but now I got, I got, I got a... Uh, a Yeti cup and I, and I got a, a, a nice uh, box, so, you know, like, okay, cool. So these are like little incentives to harvest lionfish. And we look, listen, I have my lionfish uh, spear all the time and yeah. I trim them underwater because... I trim them with these, that's yeah. why I made them. So you can exactly. trim lionfish underwater and put them in the same hotel. So yeah, no, we've had a really good uh, lobster season so far. Um, I think with this little front that came through that we've had, I think it's going to be a good week coming up. Awesome. So anybody listening and getting ready to come out next week, I think it's going to be really good. So, yeah, all good. Awesome. Awesome. Any cool fish you guys have shot? I'm sure you've got some stories, Chiefy. You've uh, seen some crazy stuff. I have. Like you said, you're older than both of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because we used to do the annual trip to the Dry Tortugas. Oh, that's uh, cool. We, it was an overnight Four, four nights with 10 guys on a little board and onboard compressor, uh, onboard nitrox. Uh, sadly, they lost their uh, uh, license. So, but, I mean, we would, we would almost limit out on grouper and that's, uh, that's three per person per day or like a two day limit oh, a in a Tortugas. And it's just spectacular. You guys, you probably, how deep did you dive? Actually, 40 to 60. Yeah, that bad. was kind of the norm. You could do down to the 90 to 100 because when you go to the uh, Keys, everything is that five to seven miles off that drops down to about 100, yeah. 90 to 100. And there's good stuff down there, don't get me wrong. But if you're diving five dives a day, you have to be careful. Yeah. So that's the other kind of concern you have to pay attention to. But then uh, we've been, we'll, we'll run up to uh, Fort Pierce. You talk about big lobster up there, holy smokes. Totally different diving. Up really? There. Deeper water. Deeper water. Lobster. 90 foot, there's an edge there, and there's no real reef. It's more um, kind of, 
these ledges that the lobsters are huge. They've been, they have crust on them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they just sit there. They sit there. They've been there forever. And no and one goes up there? No, nobody goes. Nobody dives there. They fish there a lot. But We're giving away secrets right now, Chiefy. I'm telling you, right? Now. <laughs> and, and the lionfish are huge, and the fish fish are huge. Yeah. You're a big gag grouper, uh, big muttons, uh, but the visibility is a lot of times questionable there. So you've got to really kind of plan when you want to go. I'm not, I'm not a big winter guy up there because it's so cold. Uh, you, you'll be somewhere in 70 less degrees and it's like uh, a little too cold for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're big, big fish, cobia, love cobia, love shooting cobia yeah. and uh, spearing them. And, and uh, it's, you know, I'm a hogfish guy. I love the hogfish. Yeah. They taste so good. They yeah. taste great. Hog, I, I stick to the stuff that's pretty much easier to get because I don't want to go out real far. I want to go out real quick, come back in. So the good thing about lobster is there's no shortage of lobster. They're they're everywhere. They're sustainable um, as of now, and we monitor that. But around lobster are lionfish. Around them are hogfish. And those are real good eating fish. And I mean, don't forget about that curious mutton snapper that's kind of looking, hey, what's going on over there? What what are you guys doing? Oh. (laughs) Boom, you know, <laughs> the, 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 muttons, so, the muttons we've gotten in the last two months have been just tremendous. They've been crazy around C- here. Crazy, crazy. I heard there's some weird stuff going on with the Gulf Stream that pushed them from Bimini over here. It, it, and, and I heard the same thing. So yeah. it's it's like, wow. These, these are like, some of them are going, ah, is that 18 inches overall length? Ah. No. Holy smokes. That's 25 plus inches. It's a big fish. Huge, huge muttons. And they're a tough fish. They really are a lot tough. M- most of the reef fish, when you shoot them like a grouper, they'll go in a hole or they'll go in. Not a mutton. <laughs> they'll go up. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like a cobia. When you shoot them, they go crazy. You know. Yeah. So uh, you got to really pay attention to what's going on and have yeah. a good buddy too. What about the sharks? Uh, you know. How you been dealing with that? <clears throat> they're around. You know, I got my chiefy name because of Jaws. Okay. This is you know. Remember, remember. Jaws and, mm-hmm. and the police chief is nicknamed Chiefy yeah. by the guy, that, the captain that gets eaten by the shark. Yeah, we had a little shark experience. So after that, my buddies called me Chiefy. That's how my my nickname. What's the shark experience? It was a shark experience. They were they you were like I wonder where they were like just no, they were close it. up close and personal and a lot of little frenzy. It was Whoa. a yeah, it was a shark frenzy. Oh yeah, it wasn't good. But you got to maintain your cool. And you got you should really have a, a good buddy with you right. that's looking out behind you. Always you know? die with a buddy. Always die with a buddy. Especially free diving. Yeah. They all do that. You're actually that's the hardest part, I think, is once you uh, spear a fish, is bringing it up. You're not you don't rise behind your head. Yeah. And I've got bent on my leg before because I had no idea. By shark? Yeah, a little little shark just trying to get the fish. And oh, you got a guy at the top who didn't get down in time. We, so, we float our fish up. We, yeah. we use a little... I was going to say, yeah. we got tricks now, so yeah. we float them up with our... As quick as possible. Our get, get on your fish, dispatch it quickly, right um, and send it on up. Yeah. So, But they are definitely uh, more and more of a problem to us, spearfishing, no doubt. Yeah. You know, uh, lobstering, nah, every now and then you'll get some... Uh, nurse shark that'll be chomping on your on your bag. Yeah, you know. that's what bit me. So it wasn't yeah. an, it wasn't <laughs> okay. it wasn't an epic tale yeah. by any. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you just be smart, dive smart, dive with a good buddy, have rules, 
But uh, yeah, I would say that's a trick. I send them up. I don't send, send them on me anymore. And, and, ha- and, have and if they get eaten, they get eaten. But we, we drift dive, and it's smart. You know, everything we do has a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be efficient. We want to get in, get out. And even sending up the fish, we usually have two guys up, two guys down at least. And we send them up, and they just pick them up while we're drifting. So right. yeah, cool. You know, to keep on you. So well, just little tricks. Yeah, you and, guys that, and that's really what it is. It's all little tricks and of the trade of working together and experience, be, being with good guys. Yeah. Everyone that we know are pretty much underwater hunters. That's what we call ourselves, yeah. and that's what we do. You know, the adrenaline rush. I love it. I love yeah. underwater. It's yeah. just something it's fun. that you have a respect because you're down there in this abyss yeah. and it's quiet. You, you never know what you're going to see. You also, you never absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're we're going to talk about that too. We got the. Fort Lauderdale boat show coming up. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale oh, boat yeah. show. We're, We're going to give a seminar the there, October, talking about all how to, where to go, yeah. what to look for, for anybody who's a beginner or anybody who's experienced. We just kind of give our nuggets on what we do and why. Well, that's awesome. That's that's sweet. Well, guys, get out to the Fort Lauderdale boat show. Listen to these guys talk about lobstering, getting out there, diving, all of that stuff. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you guys got to check out Life Lead Gear, Lobster Gear. You guys got to pick up their stuff. It's the best on the market. It's great stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on CCO's The Science of Fishing. We hope that this episode was helpful and you learned something for the next time you're wetting a line. Before we cast off, a special thanks to our sponsors, Sea Mule and Black Reef Co. Stay hooked by following us on social media at Science of Fishing and hitting the subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd enjoy this, don't hesitate to share. Until we meet again, catch them up.